friends. Happy New Year. Yeah. Happy New Year, friends. We have been renewed for a second season. <laughs> Mutual Victory Season 2. Season 2. And nothing is different other than it's just been a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no been like hiatus. So we're coming back with a new, new anything. <laughs> Same two chuckleheads. New year. New year. That's it, really. Endless possibilities. Thanks, honey. That was so goddamn inspiring. Well, it's not really the new year. No? <laughs> you gonna start us off with some pagan history? I mean... Well, you have to. You just I will set it up. be very brief about it. If we're going by like an Earth-based spirituality calendar, the end of the year... And the start of the new year isn't a start like a the way that you would think about like I'm gonna make a resolution. It's the start of like conception. Like you're in the womb. Things are oh, incubated. Okay. And so they will be born in the spring. The beginning is not the birth. Right. The beginning is the conception, right. like you said. Right. All right. So if we're going by that, then you know, really the new year was back with Samhain. Samhain. Oh. Samhain was the, that was the, that was the conception? Yeah. And the gestation, gestation, gestation? Takes a long time, man. Yeah. What, I mean, like, spring. In bulk could be the beginning of it, right? Yeah. So, not too far off, if we're going by in bulk. Oh, okay, so in bulk is February. Second, yeah. Okay. And then, if we're going by the astrological calendar, we don't start the new year until Aries, so the end of... March. Is it alphabetical? No. Oh. End of March and the, you know, after the equinox. So that would be considered the new year as far as the new planting season officially mm, beginning yeah. too. And for a long time, like after the Gregorian calendar was adopted, people who were pretty agrarian in their way of life were like, we don't like no <laughs> it's not the new year in well, yeah, january feels, in england <laughs> it feels arbitrary right it feels it's the cold we can't do anything yeah straight and made up and plop there for no reason mm-hmm. especially if we're using the birth of jesus as how we count years his birth is on the 25th of december quote unquote but the year doesn't change until a week later so right. it's all it's all messy gray area it's all <clears throat> it's a little messy. It's a little well, messy. until it's not, until like, you know, we use the spring as the new year, which, you know, right. seems to make a, a much more sense. Yeah. And the people who resisted the new Gregorian calendar were made fun of mm. by the city folk, the townsfolk. They probably went to cities at that point. Towns, yeah. Towns, yeah. cities. And they called them April Fools. Oh. So. There you go. That's why we have April Fools Day. You really should have saved this to the next April episode. I'll I'll swing back around with it. I'll be like, Happy New Year! And everyone will be like, what the fuck? You'll circle back? <laughs> I hate that phrase. So, do you want to do a 2022 recap? Of totally. The, of the whole year? Oh, I was being facetious. Uh, it seems like we did that last year. We Jeez. did? <laughs> I mean, well, if, it were, if we're going to recap, we could totally recap the like week and a half that we last recorded. Because I feel like a lot of things have happened. But I just want to say the one thing that like 
I made a bold declaration last year about like reading goals. Oh yeah. Yeah. My, my, my goal was 50 books. Mm -hmm. Didn't get there. Got to about half. Okay. I also wanted to read more books of, uh, by people who are experts in their field, whatever that field is. Okay. Didn't do it at all. (laughs) (laughs) Failed miserably again. I could have been a better supporter of that goal, I think. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. In what way? Well, I think that I could have, like, been able to steer you in different directions of different books. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing with, like, reading goals or, like, my reading cue or list, I should say. It's, like, I have so many that I want to read. I, like, intend to start reading next but then something flashes up and I'm like, ooh, that's really cool. I should check that out. I'll just check that out. Before I get to this other one, I can do this one really quick. This will be two weeks, mm-hmm. max. And then, you know, that's just an endless cycle. It's <laughs> amazing. Yeah, so I got to 23, but I didn't do that. But I still would like to do that. I want to, like, find fields that I don't particularly read, mainly nonfiction, like maybe the science era or like mathematics or like physics you know quantum physics shit like that yeah like because they're fascinating and you can find books written by very smart people that make these ideas accessible and mm-hmm. interesting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um something that i don't usually dabble in okay so that's again the goal we're gonna renew this goal 50 books um yeah i'll always keep it at 50 and i don't really care about the number really Anymore, I just like to keep track. That's just the goal. Like, like stats. The carrot yeah. dangling. I just like stats. Um, My goal oh. is to read two non-school books a week. That's good. That's a good goal. <laughs> My first one is men are from Mars, women are from Venus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, rip Brittany Murphy. Oh, oh. Brittany Murphy. <laughs> if anybody else got that, I love you. Right. So, so much. So, also, in the spirit of New Year, reflecting, thank you for supporting my new and upcoming smoking habit. Oh, my God. Let's not put it that way. You have (laughs) been so supportive with the pipe smoking that's happened. It's so cute. In the past uh, four months. It was like my birthday. Right. Because I got an Amazon gift card from my parents, Mm -hmm. and I spent it on a pipe, spent Mm -hmm. it on some jars to keep some fresh pipe tobacco in yep. and it has been a regular i won't say every day but it's you know a few times a week walks with the dogs and such and then i got gifted some cigars for christmas i'm not a big fan of the cigars i don't care i know i know i don't know what it is it smells <laughs> well, I mean, like a they're... burning butt it's gross <sighs> it's so gross you have a way with words <laughs> just that like, i am just constantly impressed by <laughs> you were outside smoking a cigar and i was just like oh i'm gonna go back like if you were outside smoking a pipe i would stand outside with you that's true well because... let me let me paint you a picture okay because <laughs> i mean can i paint the picture well i mean this what picture, i came home to today this picture kind of ties into something i was going to bring up oh which was like the last two weeks and so 
the scene we're going to open. It's like a, a script pitch. We okay. open on Matt standing. We open on Matt standing in the backyard. In the backyard, but he's standing on like the stones, the little kind of like mini patio we made. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's standing there with a coffee in his hand, a cigar in his other hand. Mm-hmm. He's standing in front of a pot of water, a that burning is cauldron of death, and a pot of water that's on a turkey fryer, basically hooked up to the propane tank from the grill. Which, so I've started to boil gallons of water, mm-hmm. and in this water is a deer skull that I found. Mm-hmm. So it's going to go on the top of whatever wizard staff I can find this summer. All right. Yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. It's, it's already cool. So it's boiling. I'm standing there, sipping my coffee, smoking my cigar. And while I am enjoying these two things, mm-hmm. while the water is boiling, I'm also moving some of the patio stones. Patio stones off the patio and off to the side that they're in front of the deck. Why am I moving them? So a tractor can come and move the deck that we mm-hmm. had placed there mm-hmm. because the deck, unbeknownst to us, was placed directly over the septic. The septic access point. Septic access. Correct. So. I am Fun mov- times. I am moving. I mean, it's like they're going to be the last nice it's like 45 degrees. Mm-hmm. Like tomorrow, it's going to go back to normal in like 30s. So I want to get this done. So this is a great time to do it. And it was also like 1130 in the morning. <laughs> Smoking cigar, having my third cup, finishing off the pot of coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really living my best life right now. What? I said a question about coffee, but I'll remember it later. Okay. So I'm moving the stones because the septic, we, we've, we've, uh, we've inadvertently covered our access to the septic tank. And I learned this because we called two weeks ago to have the septic pumped. And we're like, hey, sir, thank you for coming. The access is underneath this little slab here. Just got to turn it over. Got to turn said slab over. <laughs> no. It's not under here. Oh, no. What's under there? Dirt. Really? Yeah. Oh, where is it? He walks along the deck, stops right, right in the middle of it, points to the center of the deck, and says, it's right about there. I said, huh. That is good news. I wish I had a year and a half ago. I mean, yes. And there's part of me that is glad we didn't have that information a year and a half ago, because we wouldn't have put the deck there, obviously. Yeah. Okay. And I hate the back area without the deck like it's so muddy back there it's bonkers muddy and it was just always this like pit of mud and i just never wanted to walk out the back door because it was always so splashy and gross and it was a great deck (laughs) because i say was we didn't move it yet but i have a feeling that deck had one move in it maybe and that was from where it was to where it is now I think when we move it, I think when we move it to get access to the septic and put it down, mm-hmm. that's going to be it. I think it's if we move it again, shame. it's not going to have as much structural integrity as you would want in something you stand on. Yeah. 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 So then we had that. But in the same day, mm-hmm. now keep in mind that there was a concrete slab that I had just trusted that would be there all the time. Yes. It was now upended and forgot. So, hours later at nighttime, when I go to take the dogs out, 
I forget about this giant hole in the yard and I step in it. And fall. And go ass over elbows. And crash yourself. Enough so that I needed to take an ibuprofen. Because of your inflammation. Well, because I'm an old man and like if I hurt myself, (laughs) I can't sleep this one off. Right. So something I learned about my family history, or I guess realized or remembered. Cannot even. Yeah. Well, I took an ibuprofen at 11 o'clock at night. And I apparently come from a line of people that have small esophaguses. Esophagi? Mm. Our our food tubes are narrower than normal. Very narrow. And it became lodged in my throat. Frighteningly narrow. And I could breathe. Mm-hmm. It wasn't down my air hole. It Thanks. was in the my goodness. food hole, and it just stayed there. I couldn't swallow anything. I couldn't eat anything or drink anything. <laughs> Overnight, I'm just sitting on the couch thinking, maybe this will go down. Maybe maybe it'll dissolve. Well, and the worst part is that because there was never any conversation around like, hey, babe, uh, this is a thing in my family that sometimes happens to people. I've never heard of this in my life. And so I'm just like, swallow harder. <laughs> Eat some bread. Like, what? Now, I I don't know my <laughs> official diagnosis. I know something like this has gone on with other, like my sister and my father. I didn't know if it was like just an official thing that's diagnosable or it's like just this weird thing that happens to me. I don't really like swallowing pills. Smaller the better. I didn't know it was a thing. But as soon as you were like, eat some bread in my head, I'm like, I love you and trust you, but there's no way I'm doing that. Not happening. It's not happening. Yeah. So Thank I went God. Hospital next day. Yay, hospitals. Gay hospital. And medicine. And medicine and an endoscopy. And that. And anesthesia. An anesthesia and a good night and 12 hours of sleep. Uh-huh. I'm uh-huh. right as rain. Yep. But that was a very interesting day. That was... That was the, was that the first day of winter or the last day of fall? That was the first day of winter that we went to the hospital. We're going to say, okay, no, it was Tuesday. Right. It was back Wednesday. It was Tuesday night that this happened, which was Tuesday night. So it was officially like this, this happened in my head and started the last day of autumn. Mm. So when I reflect on autumn, autumn was kind of rough for me. Yeah. A lot of weird ailments. Weird things. Yeah. We're not going to do that anymore. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like it ended in autumn. It was a f- yep. autumnal thing. Yep. We're moving on. And so we're moving on. We are going to take vitamins. I'm going to get you a mortar and pestle, and you're going <laughs> to grind those vitamins up into dust. You are going to grind everything you ingest from now um, until the day you We're going to puree everything. <laughs> 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 well, this goes back to, I think there was some... One of the only bits of compassion that I think I am grateful for that came from my family mm. was that they realized that I eat slow. Mm. And even the doctor yeah. theorized that this could just be yeah. something that I adjusted or did yep. in my whole life. Yes. And when I'm the only one left at the table and four other people have gone because they're sick of waiting for me and I'm just eating by myself. Maybe that's now like, oh, that's why. I think that we thought you were doing it on purpose because when everybody else would leave the table, you would get to sit there in peace and quiet. <laughs> it's like how men just wake up an hour earlier to make the coffee just so to be, just be, just to in be the quiet, quiet yep. and have no one asking us things mm-hmm. or 
no one's being mad across you mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. table yeah well i would say that the highlight of the terror <laughs> that was the solstice and matt being in the hospital was when you woke up from anesthesia oh yeah and you were it, so cute you know that's good to hear you're so cute i mean i wasn't just like a an asshole no that was no. just saying rude no inconsiderate things no because you know there's the what's the saying i don't know the idea that if you do something and you're intoxicated or inebriated that's like you're doing what you would really want to do or right, say like, it just makes you more you right yeah so like i don't remember most of what i said to you but i remember of course seeing you and it's a hospital so you had to wear a mask mm -hmm. So what did I say when I woke up? I don't remember this. You said you're so pretty. Oh. Yeah. Look at that. You're so pretty. <laughs> you're so pretty. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. <clears throat> what were the other gems that I don't remember? Uh, there was the, like, such excitement and joy and gratitude for the ginger ale oh, that the nurse my, brought. Well, I had not ingested anything in over 24 hours. No, it hadn't or, been that long yet. It was like really? teetering on maybe 20 hours at that point. Yeah, you're right. Okay. And she brought you ginger ale and you were just like, oh my God, this, this, this ginger ale is good. <laughs> this is really good. And I was like, yeah, it's probably name brand sure ginger is, ale. <laughs> yeah, it is. What do you think? And I was like, probably Schweppes. <laughs> and <laughs> I remember this is what I remember. Yeah. You said as soon as you said Schweppes, yep. I was like, oh, it's the Kaiser's ginger ale. Yeah, yeah. You were like <laughs> German. This is this this is the Kaiser's ginger ale. But you said it in like a German accent, which oh, I can't do. It's the Kaiser's ginger ale. Yes, yes, yes. So that was a highlight, and you're like riffing about the ginger ale. Your feet were really heavy, so that was cute. I remember I remember because I had my shoes on. Yep. Yeah, I woke like, up. These are like heavy. These laying, things are heavy. I was <laughs> laying down, just tapping my toes together. Like, yep. oh, these are heavy. And um, in front of your little recovery area, which was not like a room or anything, no. um, there was a whole line of wheelchairs. And, you know, we were talking about like you would probably be in a wheelchair and they'll take you down mm, to right. the car. And you were like, well, what wheelchair is mine? And I was like, probably not the biggest one. <laughs> and probably not the smallest one. Mm. And you were like, yeah, the Goldilocks wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. And you're singing, which I swear, you I mean, you weren't, you were scatting. You were like, and I was like. Show tunes like "You'll Be Swell." <laughs> that would have been great. really good. <laughs> and I was like, "Are you? Is that our podcast theme song?" And you were appalled because you were like, "No, like, pull your head out of your ass." Basically, <laughs> are you even listening? Are you even listening to, to our podcast theme song? Are you listening to me scat beatbox my theme this theme song? No, no. And so it. then you did your little squiggly boops to our. <laughs> podcast theme song and then you were like that was our podcast theme song <laughs> okay all right so yeah those that was the cherry on a 
It was a strange, rough it was hours. a strange wrap up to yeah. autumn. It was. And now we're on a new road. We're on a new road. We're on a puree only diet. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> yeah, he was eating chocolate covered pretzels the day afterwards. Like a sneak. <laughs> well, Sneaky sneak. I was really hungry and you said don't eat them. And I was like, what the hell? I know. And, and then, I'm like, literally, the doctor said, don't eat scratchy well, no. things. Before, you just told me not to. And I was like, nah, fine. And then an hour later, I snuck one anyway. Then the next morning, I tried to have another one. You said, no. The doctor said, no scratchy things. Yeah. I said, oh, that's oh, why. the doctor said it. Oh, if, you would, if you said to me, honey, don't eat scratchy things, I was like, that makes sense because of what just happened. But I just thought you were being like, don't eat that. Like why? No good reason. It can't possibly because be because you are concerned about scratching my super sensitive tiny esophagus. Well, I mean, if we've established everything I've ever eaten, usually I chew to the point of be it being pudding anyway. So I was like, it's I'm just gonna chew it extra. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that was that was three days before Christmas. I I am just so thankful for a couple things. Like we look back on this, and yes, it was not ideal. It was very scary. But like, if all that happened, like if that appointment for the septic, let's say, was like the 23rd. Right. For say, and, like, and then everything happened the way it did. I'm in the hospital Christmas Eve. You know what I mean? No. It's like, it just so easily could have been Christmas Eve, I take this pill and this happens. Mm-hmm. And then Christmas morning, it's like hospital. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, it was very close to that kind of derailing of this holiday. Well, so, that didn't happen. The holiday went off without a hitch. Right. It was wonderful. And let's not go to the hospital yeah. in 2023. Love it. I love it. Love it. Well, love I mean, it. what if I'm going to go get this procedure that gets my esophagus? That isn't going... Okay, let's stressed. not go to the emergency room. Okay. Okay. Nothing unscheduled. Exactly. All right. No surprises. No whoopsies. Like that. Got it. Not the vibe. Love it. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. What are we here to talk about today? <sighs> We're just goofing Man. around. Was, uh, well, I mean, it's like, what have we what have we been up to lately? And that was a there's a lot we were. Uh, it's a lot. It was. Yeah. Um, we are here to talk about energy. <laughs> I love this already. Uh no, it was it. it it came up. We were obviously having a discussion about something. I don't remember what. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was about like participation in community slash family, mm-hmm. something like that, right? Right. Well, I have been, you know, like I frequently have these moments where I'm just kind of thinking about the structure of marriage oh. because, oh yeah, you know, I think that like. It's not often that we have conversations in this contemporary world of like, what is the purpose of marriage? And Mm. if we were to look like anthropologically and historically, um, you know, the purpose of marriage has shifted through the millennia, you know, like it really was about survival and, you know, creating community. And then it was about 
assets and money and property. And, mm. you know, so what is the purpose in this world that we currently live in? And I think about this a lot. Because for all intents and purposes, you don't need to get married anymore. Right. Nobody needs to get married right. anymore. You, right. I mean, 70, 50 years ago, I mean, Jesus, eh, 50, you would think a, a woman particularly right. would, quote unquote, need to get married. Because you can't have a bank account. You can't have a bank account, right. can't get a credit card, own property. Right. Um, very practical things. Mm-hmm. And like from the masculine energy perspective, men, really, you know, why would men get want to get married? Well, I mean, it's really, a, I mean, for them, I think it was like a career booster. Like mm-hmm. it shows you're stable. It yep. shows that you have some level of creating community. Right. Whereas like it shows you're basically an adult. If like you can, if insert you have Alec thing. Baldwin's speech from The Departed. <laughs> Which one? He has, he has a couple of good ones. About... Um, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> um, Matt Damon's character getting yeah. married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Basically ends with him saying, "Well, it shows that at least someone can stand the son mm. of a bitch." Right. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> um, and all of the domestic labor that goes into having a household. That if your plan and life goal is to be out of the home, working, building a career, la 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 la. You need someone doing the domestic labor. So um, I think about this a lot and I think about it in the context of, you know, the relationship that I chose, the relationship that we are in, which is, um, you know, a monogamous, very uh, traditional in a lot of sense, in a lot of ways, marriage. And, um, and I was thinking specifically that like, you can't be lazy in marriage if you want it to be successful, if you want it to be full of joy, if you Mm -hmm. want it to be fulfilling and a place where you learn something like, so if we're looking through the, you know, lens of qualities that human beings and like, I would never call them like the deadly sins, but like qualities of human beings that you try to not have oh, not the deadly there's the cardinal sins cardinal sins yeah like sloth like just just think of the movie seven laziness like not being engaged not being um in action in service in the world and you cannot be lazy and be in a productive connecting nourishing committed partnership um and that it sh- and it takes showing up with courage to overcome that sloth because it might seem like it's actually easy to be lazy in a relationship like oh i already i already got this person we mm. already got the rings we already said the words right so i don't have to do shit you know and i do think that sometimes in like youth or in hubris it's like well um the chase is over. You know, I, I have the the prize or I won the the trophy or yeah. award. I don't have to do anything else because we are married. And that's what falls short in a lot of relationships. Do you think that has to do with like when you decide to get married? You know, like the chase is over. I have this person. Let's get married. Um, as opposed to like 
there's a level of comfort you get in a relationship, which I think is not always a bad thing, mm-hmm. where you let more of your guard down, less of the face you put on when you're dating shows up, and more of like who you are in not all your best parts. And I don't mean like shadow parts. I mean like, here's what happens when I have pizza. I'm super gassy and it's not sexy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> not like... Instead of like, here's what happens when I get angry, which right. I would say is more of a shadow thing, where it's like, oh, this is how you act when you behave when you're angry. You're an unbearable asshole and you right. can't control yourself. Yeah. It's different. It's like, that would be a shadow aspect. The other, I don't know what you would call the, the the things that you really can't control, like, oh, I have a small esophagus and sometimes <laughs> I choke on pills. <laughs> I would love to work on that, and I'm trying to self-improve on that, but it just it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Um, so, like, I mean, I yeah. think, like, if you if you cohabitate and live together for five or six years, that shit comes up, and then you decide to get married. But like, I think sometimes if you get married in the first two years, you can you can hide all that crap. You know, do you think people do? Do you think they, like, are less likely to reveal that side of themselves or all See, those things? See, but this is what I think. This is what I think, right? It's like, like, you use the word comfort. Yes. You get comfortable. And like comfort doesn't necessarily mean that you get to rest on your laurels. And you would think. Oh, yeah, totally. You know, so you would think that um, a, a mature person would be able to be like, you know what? I don't have to use all of this egoic persona energy to like show up with my best archetypes and like always be, you know, clean shaven and uh have a clean shirt on and think of the date that we're going to go on like i maybe don't have to do that stuff anymore so i can use that energy to towards showing up when things get tricky or Mm. hard showing up when in curiosity when my partner is going through something or just like learning something it doesn't even have to be a negative aspect like you know every time something like a rub comes up in a relationship people are like well in sickness and in health and i'm like sure and what about when your partner decides that they're gonna quit their job and you know they're they're gonna learn i can't even think of anything think of some example right now they're gonna suddenly be a dog walker like that's their passion Mm. right and everything in their life becomes about walking dogs and breeds of dogs And the person that you married didn't talk about this nonstop. Like, how do you effort and show up with, like, courage and energy and enthusiasm for something that lights your partner up Mm. that maybe wasn't even a a fleck of an idea 10 years ago when you got together? Yeah, it's it's the thing, like, you don't want to be lazy. You want to, like... I don't want to say like be fresh. I hate that like kind of word, but you know what I mean? It's like, like not just kind of phoning it in, but then the other side is like, yeah, change is going to happen. Like, right. Like how do you, how like, you know, we want you to change, but like how much change is too much change. Are you ready to handle (laughs) at any given moment? Some change happens gradually. Then one moment like you wake up and someone could be like, yeah, I want to do this now. Mm-hmm. I don't actually like. I don't want to be a teacher anymore. Right. I want to do this. Yep. And it's like, whoa. Okay. Like, well, okay. Well, also, and like, it's it's so unfair because you could be like, where the hell did this come from? Uh huh. You know, and it's like, well, if it was twenty years ago, and I was in my twenties, it would be like, yeah, you're doing, you're exploring things, you're seeing what you, what lights you up, and yeah. we think that kind of goes away, and it's met with such kind of a different vibe when you're forty. 
You know, it's like if you're less likely to be met with, that's great. Mm-hmm. Follow that. You know, and maybe it's because there's all this practical shit. It's like we got a mortgage payment, right. we got kids, and we got to make sure you know, like we have less wriggle wiggle room to do the exploring, mm-hmm. which is which is hard because you know, I mean. You know, like I probably said this before, I'm not the same person I was 20 years ago, five years ago. And I don't expect you to be. Right. And wouldn't want you to feel like you had to be. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that that's why it's, you know, you were like, because I was like, it takes courage. Courage is the antidote to sloth in relationship and that relationships can't survive when people get slothenly. And... um. And the reason that it's courage is because ultimately, what is the biggest fear, if we're going to use the F word here, like what is what is one of the biggest concerns that people have? Or like when I'm sure if we looked up statistics or data, like what is the number one thing that somebody might say when they want to end a relationship? It's like, oh, well, that person changed. Yeah. Let that person changed. And we have such fear, anxiety around things changing it it has this experience of like the rug being pulled out mm. like our false idea of security which is 100% false because anything can happen at any time you right. can any- fall in a hole in the backyard and then get an ibuprofen stuck in your throat and yeah. have to go to the emergency room That's like weird. you can't predict all the things no that was a weird day and and so we're so worried and clingy to things staying the same even if they're not like amazing mm. that it's the courage to show up as things change in curiosity for your partner. And like with those eyes, like you didn't like, you said you didn't like the word fresh, but it's like that. It's the same level of curiosity and enthusiasm that you want to approach like a new hobby every single day. And it's hard to do that with seeing the same person every single day. (laughs) It's hard to do. Same jokes don't always work. <laughs> Only so long can I make the same joke. Mm-hmm. And you find it just as funny. Not often. I don't know. Some of my jokes have a really short shelf life. Is that true? I am sure. I don't think so. Oh, my God. Honey, because most of the time oh, it's, it's not, not even what you're saying. It's like your inflection or like your cutie face that's funny. Well, the inflection may not. I mean, I don't know. I guess... If anything, about your characteristics that hang around. It's not your looks. Your speech patterns are probably... Personality goes a long way. Your speech pattern goes a long way, thankfully. Because I don't think... That doesn't change. Because I'm trying to think of like... You know, when you, like, you hear your mother or your parents mm-hmm. speak, mm-hmm. it's like the shit they just said, they could have said it 30 years 30 ago. 30 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But do they look the same? No. So, right. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I don't know if you have to worry about that either because, you know, your dad just keeps getting cuter. That picture of them on Christmas, like the picture with their Christmas present. Oh, my God. I think my sister is, I don't know if you can both roll your eyes and barf in your mouth at the same time. Okay, but your dad looks like Santa Claus. (laughs) Like, I don't, he looks like Santa Claus right now. So, it's, how do you not think that Santa Claus is the cutest? I don't know. Not if you see the movie Violent Night. That's a probably different level of cute Santa Claus. I don't know. I thought it was, I had feelings. Yeah? Like this Santa makes me feel safe. Okay. I feel all sorts of feelings. All right. Um, Regardless, Santa's hot, so. (laughs) (laughs) You mentioned like comfort um, 
it's almost like a bad thing in relationships. I think we should like who now, says that? I don't know. Being comfortable is like the opposite of courage and trying. I think it was not your thesis, but I think it could slip that way. Like being comfortable. Okay, like if you had to choose which way this is going, like being but comfort comfortable, and lazy is not synonymous. That was the point I'm getting yeah. at. We're like being comfortable in a relationship, and now I'm like trying to categorize this. We're uh-huh. like being comfortable in knowing that you're not going to leave me if I poop my pants. Yeah, and you know what I would call that? What? Vulnerable. Right. Which right. for men is hard. Right. We can't be vulnerable. But you can. Well, you say that. It's a risk, man. It's a risk. It's a I risk. It. We're like, I have to shit my pants right now. It's like, <laughs> you know. He doesn't actually, by the way. So, you know. Like, and how is that for whatever reason? Maybe I'm just, I caught something, I'm sick, and it's just like, you know, that that being that vulnerable where like, I'm 43 and I'm going to poop my pants, honey. I got her honeymoon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, hold on. Can we just stop? We got that right out of the way on our honeymoon. No, I didn't poop my pants. <laughs> you did it. You did it. Thank it wasn't, you. It wasn't actual Jesus pants. Poopies. God, were you, how long are you going to wait to just actually pretend <laughs> it's not what happened? <laughs> what the hell's the matter with you? Well, like if you hadn't been vulnerable yet up to that point, you you did it on the honeymoon. <laughs> Do would you like to tell a story? The very short story is that Matt drank water in Florence, and he cannot drink water outside of. I drank like table water. Yeah, like he, it was, he can't drink water. Ten thirty at night, we went out for like a coffee, a cappuccino, even which yep. is like a cardinal sin, I think, in Italy. Like we had something I with think milk. It was maybe a macchiato. I don't know something. It was after dinner. We went for a walk, had a coffee, and I had thought to myself, I have not had enough to drink today. I'm very thirsty. There were two glasses of water on the table, and I drank them both because I'm like, I'm just thirsty. They were like shot glass sizes. Yeah, they weren't big, but Mm -hmm. I mean, a little goes a long way. Yep. And So we learned that Matt does not drink water outside of the U.S. Nope. Not out of, not unless it's in a... Unless it's bottled. Sealed bottle. Yep. 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 So... <laughs> Back yeah. to the vulnerability. <laughs> vulnerability, as in, like, we're sleeping on the third floor and the bathroom's on the first floor, and there's just a spiral staircase down. And I am. You are sliding down it. <laughs> uh, pretty much. It was just not. It was a photo finish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It wasn't good. No. This is, but this is a honeymoon, mm-hmm. and we were, I don't know, three years in. Yep. So, like, three years in, and we've been living for at least two years. Minimum, yeah. at least. So, like, that's what I mean about cohabitating. And comfort. Some of the, and comfort. Where, like, I could tell you this because there's no hiding it. And the rest of our trip is going to be like this. And I am comfortable knowing that this is not going to affect the relationship as it would have been if this was our first date. Right. And I would say that, you know, being comfortable is definitely not the same as being lazy and being like 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 we want to be really dramatic about this analogy since we're just running about pooping the pants here um being comfortable is i am unwell and i have shit my pants (laughs) being lazy is 
I shit my pants for fun, and you get to still be married to me yeah, forever. I, just so everyone knows, I didn't like poop my pants for love of the game. Right. I wasn't just like, you know what? You know what I could test right now? <laughs> you know what boundaries I love to push? Sickness and health. Yeah. Sickness and health. We're going to push the sickness boundary. We're going to push this right now. We're going to take it. We're going to push the envelope, take it to the limit. Like. In a foreign country. <laughs> while traveling for at least a few more days after this. <laughs> um, like, that's the thing is that, you know, we can be. Like, l- even if we took it out of a relationship context. Okay. Right. And you applied it to a scenario like. um anything else but let's apply it to the scenario of work right you can be comfortable in your job Mm -hmm. and feel like confident in your and secure Mm -hmm. in your space in your abilities in what task is in front of you Mm -hmm. and you can know that you don't need to get lazy within that like you can still stay engaged Mm. and you can still show up with enthusiasm and curiosity even though you're not trying to like impress the boss because you are the boss or there there's no more upward mobility right like it's not about that it's about you can be comfortable exactly where you are and grateful for exactly what you have well i mean you're not trying to impress the boss you're engaged in the task at hand whatever it is if it's a job or a relationship you know what I mean? Like, what do you? So the motivation behind it is not like, oh, let me see what, let me see what this gets me. You know, right? It's more like I'm doing this for brownie points. You know, you're more of just doing it to be invested, involved in it. Mm-hmm. Kind of mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's, I think that in relationship, it's like so easy to forget that currency that energy is is an exchange and like if you want your partner to show up in curiosity and enthusiasm Mm. and be present in that way even within this comfort that you have built like you want to put that out there so that it can be reciprocal and i just i've i continue to witness people like human beings are so funny right because It's like engaging in behavior and then not, and then that that behavior like is its own isolated incident. And then someone else will do the exact same behavior and people are like appalled. Like, (laughs) why would somebody do this thing? And it's like, you just did that thing two weeks ago. Like, (laughs) like, are you not putting these two pieces together? And, and, um, you know, and I and I do like to say, like, I don't know if the golden rule is perfect because the whole do unto others as you would have others do unto you. Um, because I do think it's like treat people the way that they want to be treated, not the way that you want to be treated. Right, because it yeah. could be different. Like, I wouldn't. Right. The idea is like, right. I, my wants, needs, things are not everybody's. But I mean, I think that's a that's a pitfall where I find myself doing this in times of stress or if someone else in that I know in my circle or family is experiencing stress, 
Because sometimes I want to be left alone. I'm like, get away from me. Don't touch me. Mm-hmm. I will figure this out. I need time to like either just be in my thoughts. I don't need outside input right now. Or I don't need the emotional support, frankly, mm-hmm. right now. It's like I can't right. handle that right now. Right. So a lot of times I would default and be like, I'm giving you your space. Because that's what I would want. Not necessarily what that other person would want or need. Right. And <laughs> yeah. So like, it's a tricky thing. He's talking about me. <laughs> He's talking about me. It's me. I'm the problem. You're not the problem. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Or um, any other, honestly, like so many other relationships where like something's going on. I'm like, okay, you have space now. I am backing away. I am not part of the problem. And it's then it turns into like, well, you don't care. Like, I do care. I care so much where like I'm trying to give you what I think I would want. Well, I mean, and this has been a learning learning curve for the both of us because, mm. you know, that is your instinct is when you're stressed about something to take space and to process so that you do no harm and that you're able to, you know, think clearly and all of that whereas i'm like i'm stressed and upset about something i don't want to talk don't get me wrong i don't like talking well then i'm your man (laughs) (laughs) i want snuggling don't talk to me snuggle me so like we've had to navigate just the differences in you know and and when you're upset i have to realize like i don't have to step in and try to like extract from you what is going on i can be like okay you have it easy you just be like back off i love that you interpret that that is easy just take your foot off the gas and just coast and Mm -hmm. i'm just like Mm -hmm. off on my anger propulsion that's not how it goes but okay (laughs) it goes like oh no he's angry (laughs) oh what what can i do to make him feel less angry right now you know which is totally not my job either so it's a really good practice for me to be like he's gonna do his thing and when he's ready to like be done processing i'm gonna hear about it (laughs) it's not not going anywhere. he's not going anywhere like i'm gonna hear about what pissed him off he's just not gonna tell me till he's come i'm gonna hear it a couple times i might hear it three or four times actually there's gonna be a time four days later he's gonna say (laughs) And you know what else? You know what else about this thing pisses me off? <laughs> what, honey? What is it? Tell me. Tell me. Tell me right now. Yeah. And I think that like, you know, there's just this, there could be in my perfect utopian world, this awareness of like, oh, someone did this thing that hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. Have I ever done this thing to hurt? somebody else's feelings Mm. hmm i wonder if this is a moment for me to be like oh yeah this is what that felt like to the other person when they did x y and z Mm. and now it's happening in my world and it doesn't feel good so this is not behavior i want to continue and like i think that other people think this way yeah and then i watch them not and i get very confused Mm. you know yeah, it's amazing what we maybe carry over from everything. I don't know. Like, I was thinking about this. I had this conversation with you this morning about, like, this type of thing. 
And because Christmas just happened, mm-hmm. right? I said, <laughs> I think I said to you, thank you so much. If I ever gave you a <laughs> present that you didn't like, mm-hmm. you kept it to yourself. Mm-hmm. That's why I go into like, when I give you, when I ever gave you a present or anyone, I'm like, here's what I was thinking. Here's the intention behind it. If I was wrong, okay, here's why. Like here, here, here is my, it's almost like going, like seeing movies. Like what was this movie's point? Was it trying to be really serious? Because it was stupid and pretentious. Or like, was this movie silly and fun? And it was silly and fun. It knows exactly what it wants to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The gifts are the same way. I'm like, here's a gift. Here's why I gave it to you. Here's what I was thinking. And you'd be like, oh, this makes sense. Whatever. I don't know. I go, I like almost, that's my like paragraph as this person, usually you, is opening this present. I mean, always me. <laughs> I suppose, I mean, like, it's like the children too. I'm like, here's like, right. as they're opening... You know, I think Eden was opening something like the mm-hmm. mug. Mm-hmm. I'm like, here's what this this gift is for. Did you think that the the dungeon master mug wasn't going to go over well? No, it's more of like here's a mug that that has an engraving on it that says, "Well, you can try." Uh huh. And it's like if you're not in the mind frame of like, this is a gift for a dungeon master. Uh huh. It could be like, okay, what weird? You know what I mean? It's uh-huh. like so sometimes like that little. Mm-hmm. preface can help explain what this is if you have no idea yeah <laughs> i said if you've never liked any gift i've ever given you thank you for keeping it to yourself and maybe just putting it in a corner and letting it gather dust oh and maybe God. you throw it out six months later and i don't know about it because that is a wound i will never recover from honey <laughs> this is so interesting like is it yeah because like i don't know where this came from oh i do um I know the exact moment it came from. And I like to pretend that, you know, you never were with anybody besides me. Oh, so. this is the wound we're talking about. <laughs> it, it, it came years and years prior. So that's why. And still, decades later, I say, you can just say thank you, act surprised and grateful, and then it can go somewhere. And I never have to know about it. It just blows my mind because all of your gifts are personal and thoughtful i mean there have been numerous gifts that have like brought me to tears because they were so beautiful and thoughtful so it just like literally blows my mind that this is still this is even a thought in your mind that i would have received something from you and been like well this is crap (laughs) i'm gonna hide this in the back of the closet (laughs) never look at it again never Oh, all right. Well, and also we spend so much time together. Like, and you're a very observant person. So, like, you would literally have to not be paying attention to what I wear, what I say, what I'm interested in to right. not know what to get me. Like, I'm not I a... Know. I could be kind of oblivious. I'm not a Isn't tough it? nut to crack. <laughs> I don't know. It's possible. Mm-mm. I don't think it's possible, but... Okay. All right. If it ever happens, you will never know. Thank you. Oh, my God. (laughs) That is such a weight off. Oh, my God. (laughs) If you want to go into the bathroom and just look in the mirror and be like, what the fuck was he thinking? You also married an Enneagram 9. Like, I've gotten bad gifts before from, like, 
relatives that like didn't really know me yeah. or you know like you get the thing from your great grandmother she gets you a turtleneck or something and you're like right. what in god's name is this thing um and you always be gracious right yeah. and full of gratitude that you were thought of mm. so i can't i can't actually imagine opening a gift and being like Mert. Mm. about it ever even if that was my thought of like oh i don't think this is me right because someone thought of me Mm. so that's all that matters and also like sometimes i think you know and this is going to be a little it's probably borderline judgy but (laughs) this is when i find you the most beautiful (laughs) stop Stop it. Whenever you start a sentence in the kitchen, like, honey, this is going to make me sound like an asshole. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm here for it. Stop it. I want it right now. Oh Come my on. God. Oh, I love it. Um, Like, it's pretty egoic to not have the awareness that people have different perspectives and perceptions, literally mm. about everything in the world, right? right? Yeah. Two people can see the same accident happen and have a different rendition of what right. just went down. So the idea that all of the people in your life see you the way that you see yourself mm. is so egoic and it's right. a little bit yeah. arrogant. So like you can't take this gift that someone brought you and be like, oh, interesting. This is how this person sees me. Because as far as I've ever known in my entire life, nobody was like, well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go get this gift and spend money on something for someone that they're not going to like. <laughs> like what? There is effort, there right. is thought. There's and thought. like even if somebody misses the mark, mm. it's very likely that there's something in that thing that they saw in you that right. they thought you would enjoy. Yeah. And that's enough for me. Yeah. So like I kind of can't even imagine what I I can't imagine what must be going on because it's not who I am as a person mm. and my nineness, my my peacemaker mediator would always want to go to the place of this person had the best intentions and did the best that they could do picking out me yeah. a gift. Right. And the, you know, the more time that I'm on this rock, the more time I appreciate like the risk someone will take. Yeah. And, um, and the books is kind of the gift type that I'm thinking of. Mm. Because, you know, if someone's like, they like to read, so you get them a book. But mm-hmm. then it's like, what the hell book to get? And based on what you know about them, it's like, I got th- this because you might like it because of this yep. random thing. Why, right? I love that. Yeah. I love the randomness of like, here's our relationship. Here's how I see you. Mm-hmm. Based on that, here's the thing I think you would enjoy. Yep. And I think if I had 10 people in my life... They would get 10 such different things. I think yeah. that's a cool thing. Yeah. So, like, I, I'm all about that. Uh, shout out to two gifts for I got. Abby gave me basically a whiskey tasting. She did give you a whiskey tasting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's basically what various flavors of hot toddies <laughs> can I make with the tastings of... Tell me you didn't make a pickle hot toddy. No. Okay. There was a pickle whiskey. I'm saving that for a... Bloody Mary. Okay. All right. This weekend. Seems reasonable. It's going to be a, a, a pickle whiskey. Bloody, <laughs> we'll call it a bloody pickle. <laughs> no. 
No, we're not calling it that. Well, it's we just did. No, we did it. Uh, and the hat my sister got me is fucking dynamite. Oh yeah, it's so good. good. Like I either whenever if I'm smoking, I'm wearing it. Mm-hmm. So love it. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, love it. Pretty sweet. And it's like, I mean, she. I live in New York. She lives in Iowa. Right. You know, props. <laughs> we see each other twice a year if we're lucky. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, You're pretty easy to give gifts to. Am I? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Yep. That's the goal is just make, if I can make someone's life a little bit easier. I mean, really, if you're ever strapped, go into my office and just look around. Mm-hmm. There's there's enough shit there to be like, oh, this is what he's into. Mm-hmm. Something mm-hmm. like this. I don't think I'll have that con- that that problem no. ever. No. Yeah. No, I think. I think it's just always fun to buy you gifts. And oh, well, thank you. I and well, he tried to surprise you. That's well, and that's another thing goal. about the whole base. You know, I guess the point of this conversation is like not being lazy. Mm-hmm. Like comfort is different than being lazy. And it's like how to. I hate to say surprise your partner or whoever you're with because right. it's like. You know, I mean, surprises have a double-edged sword, you know, because that's like a lot of times I start conversations with, honey, I'm about to get into this. Uh-huh. I'm about to die. I mean, I, I usually preface whatever weird shit I'm about to get into as opposed to like, I've been into this for a month and you're finding out now. Right. I like the opening paragraph. Mm-hmm. In this essay, you will find out. Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit like a, a research grant proposal. <laughs> I thought that in the summer. We're like, like, honey, I'm about to get into some weird shit. Here's the thing that I think is going to be really important in my life and all the reasons why it's wonderful. And can I get a grant I need to support a grant. this hobby? I need a grant of <laughs> funds and time and understanding <laughs> mm-hmm. to get into this weird shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, in the summer, I'm like, honey, I'm taking a deep dive yep. into some weird pagan witchy out there shit i mean bestill my heart well yeah but like it's one of those things about change where like if i said this five years ago eight years ago it would be met with like huh really wow interesting and not like the accepting like that's exciting i know i mean do you know what happened in my day today let's just to close the loop on this (sighs) it was a long day episode and conversation you know and and staying like being comfortable and staying enthusiastic and curious in within your relationship. Um, I walk out the back door and you're standing next to a bubbling pot on an open flame. I mean, next to a propane tank, but okay. And in the pot is a deer skull. And I'm like, what just happened? And you said you're not the only wizard in this house. Yeah. And I'm like, touche O'Neill. <laughs> okay. Be careful. You know? What you wish for. I I am always careful what I wish for. And that was pretty sweet. It was a pretty sweet moment in my yeah. day. I mean, extra awesome was like, I brought that deer skull out from the woods in one hand. And in the other arm, I was holding a 85-pound rock. 
It wasn't really 85 pounds. If it was 85 pounds, it would have been, I, it would not, it would, it'd still be out there. No. You, you could pick it up. <clears throat> I found a rock okay. in the field and Let, I needed it. Let's, let's, first of all, what the hell? <clears throat> first of all, did you hear what you just said? What? I found a rock in the field and <clears throat> I needed it. And I was like, can you carry this back to the house? And you, and you were like, okay, I need two hands and not this like whatever you were wearing. No, it wasn't what I was wearing. It was that like when you found it. It was covered in snow weeks, and mud. It was still snow on the ground. Right. It yeah. was 30 degrees and there was snow. I'm like, I can't. I'm not wearing gloves. But it was like this rock had presented itself to me. <laughs> this rock bent over and showed me its butt. <laughs> Stop it. And it was. it's kind of pink. What? It's a little pinkish. Oh, I didn't see that. I just saw a rock. I'm like, I'm going to have to fucking carry this back. 200 yards. 200 yards. Through the so woods. So you, you put it in the woods where you could find it again. Yeah. And then you went back and got so it. I'm a sucker. No, because you're wonderful. <sighs> Is it the same thing? Because you're comfortable, but not lazy. <laughs> because... Yeah, I'm comfortable. Yep. And then I see this. I'm like, God damn it. This rock is going to show up on our lawn. And I'm going to have to get it there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I know. I'm going to do it. I'm not going to not do it. But there are lines. You were like, we were out walking around today. <laughs> that was like a boulder. And you're like, there's a rock. I was like, how like, about that one, babe? Nothing but the power of God itself. Maybe the power of Grayskull. Yeah, if I had the power of Grayskull, I wouldn't need the power of God to move that rock. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I was very clear about what rocks were staying put. <laughs> this rock was also 400 yards past the other rock. So it's true. That was no. a hard pass. Hard pass. No, I don't think it was further. Probably 200 yards. But it was definitely four times the size. <laughs> so big. Yeah. I'm like, can't we find closer rocks? <laughs> I'll try. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Season two season is two? off to a fucking bang. Because the theme is going to be, you can be comfortable, but don't be fucking lazy. Of season two? Yeah. Be comfortable, but don't be lazy. Yep. It's like a new pair of underwear. It's and- constrictive, <laughs> but then it becomes a part of you. Stop. How many times have we quoted Wayne's World today? Today? Yeah. That was the first. Uh-uh. No, I quoted Wayne's World earlier. No, you didn't. I did. Not today, you didn't. Um, sometimes I pick two or one or two words for mm. each calendar year. Oh, do you ever do that? <laughs> no, I've never done that. <laughs> if you want me to in February, it will be the first time. <clears throat> okay. So by in bulk, you need to have two words. Two words. Two words. Is it like a two-word phrase? Nope. Two separate words? Two separate words. Do these words fit a category or theme? They're just like your words of 2023. Like is one a noun and one an adjective? Is one a Doesn't verb? Matter. Doesn't matter. I need some parameters. For the first one, give me some parameters. Give me some guidelines. Give me some structure. Well, one of my words okay. is for, peace. For January. For 2023. For the whole year? Yeah. I thought, it, wait, are these monthly words? No, it's a yearly. yearly. A year For word? The year. I have to commit to this to the year. Yep. Kick ass. That's, that's 
No. <laughs> well, this is why I need parameters because <laughs> it can't be left on my own. No. So just think about it. You have to inbook. I have to inbook. Oh, I have until inbook. Until okay. Inbook. For the year. Well, yes. by then it'll be eleven months. Or so. it'll be until the following inbook. Oh. <laughs> All right, I'll work on this. Okay. All right. Love it. This is Jeannie. This is Matt. And this is Mutual Victory. Season two. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>